Blog Talk Radio.
In the name of Amen, the Supreme, the All-Powerful, the one and only true Lord, and I'm in we trust, as the Republican mentor, like the real 144,000 is being gathered in this day and time, the mentalist, the Amen race, the bright race. Good evening, I'm your host, Intellectual Newton Mentari, and this is Mentalect Radio, and tonight we're going to be discussing the ebb and flow of the three-dimensional realm. Back and forth. Definition. I'm going to give you the definition of ebb and flow. Used to describe something that changes in a regular and repeated way. The ebb and flow of fashion, of human history, right? Uh, Give more to it. Decline, increase. Constant fluctuation. For example, he was fascinated by the ebb and the flow of church influence over the centuries. In other words, the decline and then in increase of something. So that re- that kind of mirrors our power in the three-dimensional realm. What do I mean by that? When we fell into the three-dimensional realm that is governed by the lunar frequency, by lunar uh, control, the back and forth, the swaying of the tides, we fell into alignment with that as well. We fell in line, into alignment with the ebb and flow or the rocking of this three-dimensional realm back and forth, be it positive and negative, good and bad, polarities. We fell into polarities. And by us falling into polarities, by us, you know, Declining and increasing in our influence because at one point in time our influence increased greatly to whereas it can only decline after a certain point. Your influence and power will either continue and constantly keep growing or it will fall. This is why, you know, after a while I had a problem with the term rise because in order to rise, something must fall. In order to raise, you know, you raise to a certain level, there is a downfall to you raising. So my focus was never to rise or raise, even though I say that, but the focus was really to spread out, to, you know, spread all out through four corners of the earth, right? And constantly keep the influence and the vibration spreading outward. As we stand on the inward of this earth, in the middle of this earth, and we ascend, because wherever we stand at, wherever this transmission is coming from in America, wherever I stand at, that's the middle. And what comes out of me is a transmission that is meant to vibrate outward like a signal, that is the spreading of this transmission. And it promises a constant and continuous growth, increase. Our people in the past, they built things and they built up cultures and civilizations and things, and they built them. They kept trying to always outdo each other by how much they were going to build on top of this and do this, that, and the third. But 
they were doing, they were trying to outbuild each other so much, trying to outdo each other so much, trying to build up the highest civilization, the greatest civilization. They kept on doing that. But in doing that, at one point when you're constantly building up, you reach your limit. You reach the height. And then there is the trickle-down effect. Everything starts to fall out. It's a domino effect. So the goal is to spread outward. Outward, continuously outward. And the outward motion in all four corners will raise and extend and increase your power. Do y'all follow what I'm saying? And see, that outward, that outward, um, you know, spread of power, spread of transmission, that outward flow of power constantly ensures that whatever you do will always increase. It will never decrease. You see, it will always increase. Like somebody said, I'm going to give you an example of this. You ever see when weightlifters, they lift all the weights they could lift. They lift the heaviest weight, and they get big and strong, and they lift all that. And they, like, them guys are, like, cock diesel. They big, and they muscular, right? They lift, lift all that heavy weight, right? And they and they, they compete in competitions to build their body up, and they have muscles on top of muscles. And instead of third all over themselves, and they even take steroids to add on, pack on more muscle mass and cut away the body fat. But then what happens after a while? They reach their limit. They reach their peak, right? Their bodies start to do it. After they spend all that time building their body up, what happens? At a certain point, it starts to break down. These guys start having arthritis. They start having all kind of joint problems. Their bodies start to break down. You see? They start to have all kinds of bone ailments, muscle ailments, all kinds of things that were attributed to them constantly building up so fast and building their body up and not creating a steady pace in which to build their body, which would have continued to build. What do I mean? I mean, like when you see certain people know how to work out, because I had discovered that myself in working out, it was more key not to lift super heavy. You know, you could do that here and there and try to test your strength. But that's not something you do on a regular. You lift here and there. You might test your strength through once or twice, and that's it. But the key is to be able to lift steady and constantly build or just do calisthenics or do, like, things that don't seem like it requires a lot of strength. But the more and more you do it, it's building up your body even stronger because now your body's like a machine that could perform these things. That, in other words, it's increasing constantly increasing your entire body frame, your muscle mass when you're able to do, you know, easier what consider what's considered to be easy weight. Right? It's you know, you feel the tension and whatnot, but you can do it just fine. And that's building that will really build your muscles. You're not trying to reach the height of I'm gonna lift my goal is to lift five hundred pounds this week. My goal is to lift six hundred pounds and bench press five hundred pounds five times or six hundred pounds two times or six you know, you know no, you're building your body up to eventually tear it down. And this is not how you want your body to be or the influence of your power to be. You want the influence of your power to be continuous. You want the growth of your body to be continuous. So, therefore, you do steady repetitions, steady reps, and you don't do heavy reps. 
You follow what I mean? Do y'all get the analogy of what I'm saying? Do y'all follow the analogy? See, ebb and flow works with happiness and sadness. That's why I told my people don't be emotional because emotion works off of ebb and flow. Emotion works off of ebb and flow. You could be happy one minute, you could be the happiest thing, the next thing you low and you're feeling, you know, sad, lonely, disillusioned, whatever. You hit the, because you, at one point you hit the highest of the high and then you fall to the lowest of the low, you bottom out. And when you bottom out like that in your emotional state, you tend to disconnect yourself from every and anything and you're constantly looking for that rise again something to make you happy, something to make that pumps you up, only to be let down again. That's ebb and flow. That's the pulling of the tides back and forth. We don't want to vibrate on that same frequency. We do not want to vibrate on that same frequency. Why? Because it's temporary. And anything that is temporary is an illusion. It's not real. Real increase in power, growth in power, requires steady and constant increase and steady motion. In other words, if we are steady pushing forward in our evolution and our focus to evolve, there's no going back. There's no going back. Once we make a decision in our lives, we must learn to be definitive with that decision. We must learn to be definitive and trust in Amen that what we're doing is right. See, when we don't trust in Amen, that's when we go back and forth. That's when we, oh, should I do this? I don't know if I should do this. What if I do this? No, no, no. You already know the answer. You already know the answer. It is not in alignment with Amen to be indecisive. It is not in alignment with Amen. That is in alignment with the humans that vibrate and move off of the ebb and flow of this three-dimensional realm. It is not in the nature of the Amen to be indecisive, to move by ebb and flow and the emotional tides of this planet, that the same tides are pulled by the lunar frequency of the moon. We're not supposed to move by that. We're moved by the sun. Our power is the sun, right? Our power is the sun. So when the sun extends things, the sun extends it to where there's no going back. Because when heat makes things rise, it don't make things go back in again. It don't make the, uh, you know, objects that it made rise. It doesn't suck it back in again. It stays swollen up until more heat is applied, it's going to swell up even more, and it's going to keep swelling up. But the point is it don't go back to being flat again. So it obviously doesn't operate off of ebb and flow, you see. And neither should we. As solar beings, we should never operate off of an ebb and flow. You know, we should always have a steady motion in which we move. We should always have a steady motion, a steady movement in which we move on how we receive things, how we accept things. We should always have a steady and constant of evolution, seeking evolution in everything that we take on and who we are, seeking that evolution constantly. 
and what we are putting ourselves in alignment to. Because if we're not seeking that, if we're not seeking that, then all of this is for nothing. Our evolution is for nothing. Because we should be seeking something in alignment to our evolution. And that is the continuation of our evolution. In other words, we should not be looking to go back to where we came from. We should not be looking to go back. We should have already made a decision that there is no backwards. There's only forward. So, therefore, we don't get caught up in the ebb and flow energy that is trapped within this three-dimensional realm because the ebb and flow energy of this three-dimensional realm will take you nowhere. It will only take you in circles and moving back and forth, locked in the space, going nowhere because the people who move off of the ebb and flow, those are people who are really going nowhere, who are really evolving to nothing. That's what they are. Because true motion, true movement denotes that you do not return from whence you came from. Wherever you came from, you cannot return. You can only go forward and continue to go forward. That's it. There's no choice in backwards. There's no choice in, you know, rise and fall. There's only rise and a continual rise. And that should be seen as a beautiful thing to the elect. Because that means we should never have to revisit a time when we were at the bottom you see, we were able to go to the bottom of the totem pole. We allowed ourselves to get sucked into the ebb and flow of emotional um, connection, of emotional, um, how you say, of emotional attachment. That's how we were able to go into this ebb and flow. Compassion brought us into the ebb and flow because when we saw the humans being emotional, like like animals, when we saw the humans being emotional, being angry, being afraid, being sorrowful, we began to mimic their ways and their behavior. And mixing in with them, we began to mimic their irrational ways, which were controlled by the ebb and flow of lunar frequency here on this earth in the three-dimensional realm. Their movements were controlled as a form of animation. Like all the animals, the humans are animated and moved by where this ebb and flow. They don't know anything other than the ebb and flow of the three-dimensional realm. Don't let them fool you. All they know is their emotions. That's all they know. They are an emotional people. There are people that lack logic. Why? Because they move off of the lunar frequency. And that governs the ebb and flow of this three-dimensional realm. Like all creatures do, they move off of emotional ebb and flow. They will always be regulated to doing the same thing over again and over again and over again and constantly returning to that pattern. And that in itself... It's pure hell because nobody should want to repeat that which they were supposed to grow from. Now, follow what I'm saying? No one should want to repeat that which they were supposed to grow away from. And that is always what humans do. They always revisit the things they were supposed to grow away from and grow into. They always repeat that. Why? Because they don't really have much of a choice. 
I told you that humans cannot escape the three-dimensional realm, nor can they escape three-dimensional behavior. They're locked into that behavior. I don't care how much they try to mimic and say, oh, they're not. They are. They're very much locked into three-dimensional behavior. A three-dimensional behavior pattern of this three-dimensional realm works off of the ebb and flow of the lunar frequency that pulls the three-dimensional realm, ties everything here on Earth. We cannot be pulled by this. We cannot be swayed by this. So what should we do? What we should do is focus on being more decisive and only decisive. Make one decision and one decision only. And that decision that you make that is in alignment with your evolution will put you in alignment to evolution where you can grow, really grow and not return to where you came from. You cannot be the same little girl or the same little boy with the same mentality that you came into this message with. You cannot be the same people. If you are the same people, then that means that you are moving off of the ebb and the flow. You are moving off of the ebb and the flow of who and what you have allowed yourself to be governed by the energy of this three-dimensional realm. You see, this ebb and flow energy had to be installed within the three-dimensional realm to regulate motion, to regulate movement in a form of animation here amongst the animals, amongst the humans, amongst the plant life. See, they have to follow a form of movement that is limited to the three-dimensional realm. So back and forth worked for them. Back and forth worked for the humans. Back and forth worked for the animals. But it didn't work for us. Why is that? It didn't work for us because it limited our motion. It limited our movement. And now we're at the point whereas our motion, our movement is nothing because we are going nowhere because we are supposed to always be in motion to something greater, something else, but we are going nowhere like the human race. Why? Because we, instead of taking that which was to make us greater, instead of taking that which was to make us to give us the path to move forward into the fourth dimension, we chose the third dimension to go back to, or should I say the second dimension to go back to, out of comfort, out of fear, out of familiarity, or just out of plain being regulated to think that this is our limitation in which we're supposed to go through. And this is not so. We were given this connection, this ultimate connection to power for a reason. With constant movement, constant flow, and constant power will constantly emit from us as a greater people once we learn to be decisive and say, this is what we're doing. You know the power in being decisive, I'll tell you. When I decided, I'm saying this myself, I'm sharing my own personal, um, my own personal account. When I decided to put on and only and say either I'm going to make this happen or it's not going to be nothing. When I say I'm not looking back at anything else, I'm only looking forward. I'm not looking 
at any, you know, jobs for the beast or any other thing to do. It's only going to be Amun. I put my trust in Amun and do as Amun guides me to do. And as far as business and as far as making a living, as far as doing everything in my life, my family, and as far as controlling and guiding this community forward, everything worked out for the best, and I ain't looked back ever since. And that was a bold move to make because I wanted to play both sides of the fence. I wanted to kind of keep my foot in the black world, but then I wanted to keep my put my foot in the bright world too. I can't do that. You cannot do that because that would mean I would be working off of the ebb and flow energy. I would be working off of the same ebb and flow energy as the humans. You know how the humans say, you know, you ever heard this thing and your parents say the same thing? Oh, you know, it's good that you got this dream and you want to do this, that, and the third, but you need a backup plan just in case that don't work out. You ever heard that before? You ever heard people say that? Oh, you need a backup plan just in case things don't work out? Right? How many of y'all heard people say that? Oh, you know, you need a backup plan just in case it don't work out. Wrong. Wrong. No, you don't. See, the best way to assure that things will work out, take that path that you are fearful to travel. Take that path. Walk that path and walk it and trust in Amen that you are taking the right path. Take that path that you fear to take. Take it because greatness will come to you when you do that. Greatness will come to you when you take that path. There is no plan B. There can be no plan B because if you have a plan B, then that means you plan for A to fail. Do y'all hear me? If you have a plan B, that means you plan for A to fail. So you might as well just say, oh, I'm going to go ahead with plan B because you already pretty much decided against plan A. I told you, there's only one path. There's not two paths. That's an illusion. Even if you take the wrong path in life, that was the path you was going to take. So if you take plan B, if you say, oh, I got plan A and plan B, you really chose plan B. You know, like when people say on second thought, like when you think in the first, then you go on second thought, no, then that means your first thought didn't matter. That's what that means. You didn't trust in your first thought. When you go on second thought, yeah, I want to do this. I'm feeling this. I want to do this. I really, I'm feeling it. I want to, but, but I don't know. I don't, I don't know. I, I don't know if maybe I shouldn't do this. You know, I, I don't know. That means you don't trust in plan A. So there's no plan A. You, you're planning to go with plan B. And that's, what's, and that's the right plan for you. So if you fail at plan B, count on that. Count on failure in plan B. Plan on, because even if you choose plan B and you end up in a state of mediocrity, right, you end up in a state of mediocrity, then that's your, then that means you failed. I'm going to give you a good example of that. Again, I say, right, I want to be, you know, whatever. I want to be a movie star, whatever the hell, right? But, I'm going to keep my transit job, my job over here, just in case that movie thing don't work out. But my passion is acting. I got to act I gotta, or direct or whatever I got to do. But I'm going to keep this job over here because it got good benefits. I know it take up a lot of my time and, you know, things like that. But I got to make a living just in case this thing don't work out. The thing I really want to do don't work out, then I can always go and fall back on that. Then fall back. 
fall at. Fall, fall your ass back. Fall your ass backwards into what it is that is plan B because you ain't brave enough to stand up for plan, plan A. That's what that means. You ain't brave enough. You see, that's all that means. And if you're not brave enough, then that means you don't deserve the power because power don't play and power don't go backwards and power don't make dual decisions. Power is never indecisive. Do y'all hear me? Power is never indecisive. Power is always decisive. You take what you want, what you need. You don't take the road that's that's, uh, easily traveled. You don't do that. You go hard. You go hard or go home, man. You go hard, balls to the floor, or ovaries to the floor, for those of us who don't have balls, ovaries to the floor, right? You go hard. And you keep going hard until you succeed. You see? You keep going hard. All right? There's no stop. There's no pause. You go all out. And you will succeed. You will succeed. You will survive and you will succeed and you will grow. Because nothing trumps evolution. You 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 may have come across you may have come across a man. I'm just saying, even in your personal relationships, some women you may come across a man who seems complicated, but deep and strong and whatnot, and you may desire this man, but you got fears of this man. You fear this man, so you may take a man who is less fearful someone that you kind of understand, someone that you can relate to, you might deal with some man like that, right? But you really are intrigued by the first man. But you'll take the safe man, the guy who you don't you don't feel that, you know, that, that nervousness around. Answer was you're supposed to take the first man who makes you nervous, the man who intrigues you, because that's the man who's going to take you to the next level. I'm going to explain that when I talk about how it takes a real man to make a real woman. Most women take the safe guy. And you know what happens when you take the safe guy? You bored, you angry, you disappointed, right? Because you get mad that you didn't take the guy who was un- who you really who who intrigued you. You didn't take the man who intrigued you, the man who caught your attention. You took the guy who was safe who all appeared to be safe. Same thing with you guys, the guys who let the same, the ones who less intimidate you. You see, like you got some guys who will take the girl in the hood. I'm going to give this to the guys. Some guys will take the, they might have an attachment for these, the woman who's, you know, who carries herself well, carries herself like a real woman and things like that. And he admires that about her, but he's not sure how to approach her. Right? He'd probably be like, oh, all I know is hood chicks. All I know is chicks out the hood. All I know is hood chicks. So I'm going to just go ahead and get a hood chick, even though I really don't want a hood chick, but the hood chick like me, so I'm going to go ahead and get with her. And you mess your damn life up. Because you didn't want to step up to the plate and raise yourself to the level to get that woman who is worthwhile, the one who you really admire, who you, you know, who you really would like to be with. But because you're cowardly and you don't want to rise to the occasion to get that woman, you'd rather stay at the level you are 
right? In other words, ebb and flow. You really got that, you know, you really got that, you want to flow toward that woman, but you'll go, you'll, you'll go into that ebb of getting with that regular woman so that your life could be regular because you know you can get her. You can get the hood chicks. That ain't nothing. You can get the hood chicks. That ain't nothing. You can get the hood boogers, but you want something better. You want something greater. You see, the ones who have the ability and the focus and the intention to reach for something greater, those are the people who are moving by the power of Amun. And taking that step and moving with the greater, those are the ones who are moving by the power of Amun. They trust in, in Amun. Those who don't trust in Amun, don't trust in the greater self, like I said, those are the people who reach backwards. Some of us work off of the flow, the constant flow. Some of us work off of the ebb and flow. We dream of big things. We fantasize about big things. But in reality, we're just regular mediocre people. That's the, that's the three-dimensional people. They dream about having these, you know, uh, 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 being in these positions of power and doing this, that, and the third. But it's really just a dream. Because in their mind, the regular world is three-dimensional realm and having a regular job and being a regular person and who's regulated to regular things and regular people and blah, 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 that's what it is. That's what it is. You see? We didn't come here to be regular people. We didn't come here to be regular people. That's for black people. Black people are here to be regular people. We at the bright race are not. They came here to be mediocre. Right? We didn't come here to be mediocre. We didn't come here to be indecisive. We didn't come here to um, to sit sit on the fence and be like, I like this, but I don't like that. No. We didn't come here to do that. We came here to be definitive. And see, this is what, this is the strength of mental life. So you got people that don't agree what they do admire about mental life is, God damn it, I'm definitive. I don't never sit up here and say, well, I believe that what I'm saying about Amun is true. I believe what I'm saying about Amun and Amun race is true. No, I said it is true. It is real. And I stand on it. And I always stand ready to answer questions to prove it. You see, I don't work off ebb and flow. I don't do that. Because if I worked off of ebb and flow, there'd be no Republican mental life. When I accepted this mission to do this, it was either all ball to the floor and all out or nothing. I don't have a backup plan. I don't have a plan B. This is only plan A, plan A for Amin. This is plan Amin only. I don't work off of the ebb and flow of the lunar frequency in this three-dimensional route. I don't work off that. Never did. When my father used to always try to get me to be like, yeah, you know, I know you want to do this. I know you want to make film. I know you want to be a director, but, you know, you should take this transit job just in case things don't work out. You know, just so you could. I said, Daddy, if I take the goddamn transit job, I'm going to sleep all day. When I ain't working, I'm going to be asleep. I'm going to be eating. I'm gonna be, I already know what's going to happen. I'm going to be working eight hours a day. Sometimes they want me to stay longer. So I'm gonna be working. And I'm gonna be working around the clock, working on these stuff, and then I'm gonna have to come home and sleep, and then I'm gonna basically be getting up, eating, sleeping, and going to work. That's it. Maybe watch a few hours of TV. How the hell am I gonna do what I want to do? 
You see, I didn't know that in his mind, and no disrespect to my father, but in his mind, he thought that I should not look to these things that inspire me. I should look to lead a regular life, lead a mediocre life, get a paycheck every week or every two weeks, basically somebody's goddamn allowance, somebody giving me an allowance every week, like a child, every two goddamn weeks. That's what I should look for. That's what I should hope for. And that's what my father did. Right? I remember he told me one time, he a friend of his, they wanted to sell jeans out of a car or some shit in the 70s. I don't know. In the 80s, they wanted to sell jeans out of a car. But I said, well, why you didn't do that? What was y'all going with the plan? He was like, oh, I had to get the job at the transit. Your mother told me I, you know, I had to bring home a check. I forgot how he told me that story. But I'm like, okay, you wanted to sell jeans, or what were you taking this at? I don't know. He's, you know, I guess it was his way of thinking of being a businessman or whatever the case may be. And I don't know. I remember him telling me that story a long time ago. Wasn't that um, he wanted to be regular, but he thought regulated was safe, regulated was secure. But see, the problem with that is when you really have dreams, when you really have aspiration, when you're really inspired by something or someone, it's hard to put that away. See, you think time and age makes you put away ambition. It doesn't. It only makes you bitter because you didn't have enough courage to go after what you had ambition for. You didn't have enough courage to engage and what you wanted to engage and what really drove you, what turned you on, what made you really want to be turned, you know, plugged into something or someone. You didn't have enough courage in yourself. You were cowardly. So expect the cowardly people to take the easy way out. Expect them to go with the ebb, but dream in the flow. You follow what I'm saying? They dream in the flow, but they go with the ebb. They dream about, oh, well, what if my life would have been this? What if my life would have been that? What if my life, what if I would have did this? That's the that's what the flow turns into. You see, it starts off being, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that, I'm going to do this. It starts off being an ambition, a focus, a trajectory to hit a target. Then after a while, when they decide they're not going to do that, they're not going to take that shot and keep shooting those arrows, they eventually go into becoming regulated, and they go with the ebb. And the flow is only a memory. It's only a dream. You see? And they become those people who say, you know, I, you know, I used to, I, I used to have all this talent to do this, and I used to do that. Well, what happened? Why you didn't pursue it? Somebody asked. Well, you know, I mean, I needed to make a living, and I, you know, I had the children, I had, I had my, I had to pay bills, I had to do this. I, you know, they start saying all kinds of stuff to basically justify their cowardliness. That's all. They start to make up all kinds of excuses to justify their cowardliness because they didn't want to go for something that drove, that turned them on, that drove them, that made them. They gave them inspiration. They didn't. They couldn't do that. So they went with that, which made it easy for them. You follow? It made it easier for them. 
You see, that's really what indecisiveness is. See, you don't go hard in your decision because you really want to ride the fence. You want to have a way out just in case things get kind of tight. You want to be able to have a way out because you don't want to feel trapped in your decision to pursue a certain path. And you think on the path, what if this don't work? What if I don't like this? What if I, I never seen it? Listen, if you're on a path, you're on a path for a reason. You are on a path for a reason. You got to accept the reason why you're on that path. See, you don't never think about that. You're brought to a path in which you excel yourself, extend yourself, connect and align yourself with those who are excelling and extending themselves for a reason because it's for you to do the same exact thing. Only you punk out and be like, ah, I, I don't know. I, you know. That's the ebb and flow. That back and forth. When you decide there's no turning back, then I guarantee you will be assured victory. You will be assured victory when you decide not to turn back. Even if it takes a little while, even if you take a little few bumps and bruises, but if you say, I'm not giving up, this is all I got, you're going to succeed. I promise you that. You are not going to succeed as long as you're like, oh, well, you know, I'm going to try this out, but you know, in case things don't work, I can always fall back on this. You can't think like that. You can't allow yourself to think like that. You can't allow yourself to be driven by that because that's so unfourth dimensional. I'm being funny, but I'm being real. That is so unfourth dimensional. That is so 2D. That is so two-dimensional. Remember I said we're in this for the power. We're in this for the power. We are in this for the power. That's all. And we want to be with those people who have the ultimate power. You see, we want to be with those who have the ultimate power. Right? We want to be with those who have the ultimate mental power, the ultimate mental focus. I know I do. I don't want to be aligned with people who are playing games, who don't know. That tells me that you don't really have the power like I thought you had because the true power is your decisiveness, your ability to focus, your ability to step into the void, that chamber, and come out on the other side as that supreme man, that supreme woman, ready to take life by the horns and steer, be the lever that turns and moves the wheels going forward. Be the control over the power. Be the control over the power. And thus you have power because you're able to control that power. But it starts off with you being decisive, taking one path and not turning around, and that's it. It starts with that. Ain't no turning back. That's it. You see, like you got most women, they'll say, you know, They'll go and they'll get with a guy and have a baby with a guy, right? And then things don't work out with this guy. Oh, I'm going to go ahead on to the next man. No, you're supposed to make things work out with that man. You know why? Because if you took the steps to lay down and spread your legs for that man, unless he's just a straight-up black devil and he's just anti what you're doing, that's different. Then you got to move on. Unless you dealt with that man already and he's anti what you are, then you got to move forward. you got to move on. 
But in the offset, and that's why I said you might be careful who you lay down with and have children with. You got to be careful. You see, you have to be careful because you tying your genetics to somebody for the rest of your life. You're tying your bloodline to somebody for the rest of your life. You see, so you have to be careful. You see, in this society, when you lay down with somebody, you make a baby with somebody, that's supposed to be a definitive thing, man. That's supposed to be a definitive thing. There ain't no turning back from that. You see, that's supposed to be your partner for life. That's to be taken seriously. But see, in this society, in the three-dimensional realm, you can lay down with anybody. You you have a baby with them. You don't like them. I don't want to be with you no more. And like I said, unless that person is like a total straight demon, you know saying, or just, you know, anti whatever, you know, just a regular demon, then just go ahead about your business. That's different. But you should know that long before you decide to lay with that person, have babies with that person. You should know that a long time. Just like when you leave these people, when you make a definitive, when you start to grow into who you are and you leave these people, you leave those people and don't turn around. Once you leave those people and you see that you have evolved to another level and they're not going to that level, then you leave those people. You don't look back. There's no looking back. Right? So it's like everything. The more you do things steadily, the more you move in a straight trajectory, the better off you're going to have in hitting your mark, hitting your target, and you will be successful. You will be successful. You will get the type of careers you want, the type of you will be fulfilled in many different ways in what you want to do and what you want to accomplish. You will be fulfilled. You see, you will find fulfillment in everything that you wish to accomplish and everything you wish to do. You will find the ultimate fulfillment. You will know most assuredly when you take that path and you don't look back and know some road might be bumpy. You may not know along that path, but you never change your mind on that path. Once you take that path and you're on that path, even though you might be kind of nervous about the path you're traveling, you know those of you who are of Amun, you know that Amun guided you to that path for a reason. It is not for you to leave that path or get off that path or go to another path. It is for you to stay on that path because that is the path to power. And you will learn to see that over time as you stay with that path. You will learn to see that. You will begin to see it. You will be like, damn, I'm glad I heard this from Menzo Amin Ray. I'm glad I heard this to stay on that path toward power, the path in which you took to be with certain people in your life, the path you took to choose certain uh, careers you want to pursue, things that you know drive you, you don't turn away from that. You stick You stay, You stay. stick to the script. How do you say? Stick to the script. You stick to the script because the script has been written for you, for the greater of your life, because you got so many people who all their path is going to be is regularity. All they're going to be is regular. All they're going to be is mediocre. That's it. You got so many people, all they're going to ever be is mediocre. You see? Because the 
one person that you choose, the wrong person you choose to be align yourself with in your life will be the last person that you align yourself with in your life. And your life, when you're with the wrong person, when you're doing the wrong things, can be very long, very tedious, and very punishing. It'll be like you serving out a punishment, serving out a sentence, but not taking that first path, which was really your only path. Take the path that is less traveled, which is the first thing. Because in this world, people are cowardly. They're always looking for the second path, the safer path. We ain't playing it safe. We ain't playing it safe. We are cautious, but we ain't playing it safe. We stopped playing it safe a long time ago once we came into this community. Once I started to form this community, I stopped playing it safe a long time ago. I knew I was going to piss people off. I knew I was going to offend people. I knew people would be against what I was doing. Family, so-called friends, ex-friends, all that. I didn't give a damn. Because either I decided we're going to make this work or it would be nothing. Now, hell, I'm in this working. And I wouldn't turn back for anything in the world. We'll be right back.
no, pero tú no. Tú no, 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 tú no puedes callar.
in the coming world, in the future world, in the coming of the future world, the ebb and the flow will be a thing of the past for those who are in the state of power. You see, the people, even in this three-dimensional realm, the people that have all the so-called power and the money, do you really think that there was any other alternative for them in life other than what they're doing to be able to get that money and so-called power and the material things in this world? That was really their only choice that they decided on. Now, they could have went and been regular people and got the regular things like regular people do and go to jobs and do this stuff like that. But something in them influenced them inspired them not to do that, not the easy route, you see. When you take a chance on something, you take a chance on people. When you take a chance on something, you see greater. When you see greatness in people and things that you, ideas you have, concepts, inspiration, then that's what you're supposed to do. You're supposed to do that. You're supposed to go with that. Go with what turns you on, what drives you. Ultimately, ongoing, not what would temporarily turn you on, but what would constantly turn you on. You see, that's what you're supposed to go with. That will be the, how you say the, um, what's the word I want to say? That will be like the source of your life, the flavor of your life, the fruitfulness, I was trying to say, of your life. By going with things, people, things like that, that you fear the most, that you have doubts about the most, but that turns you on. Go with that. You see, go with that. I took the path of that which turned me on, which inspired me, yet I was afraid of. Make no mistake about it, like I said, I was afraid when I took this path. I was afraid. Was afraid. Is Amon real? Is this just something I'm making up in my head? Is this something I'm, you know, remembering from Dr. York? What if I fall on my face? Who am I trying to be? I'm not trying to be Dr. York. I'm not trying to be Elijah Muhammad. All these things went through my head. I could be honest about it. I'm going to keep it a thousand with you. I questioned the hell out of myself. You see, I questioned the hell out of myself. Is this thing going to work? Where is this going? You know, are you just trying to be another Dr. York or another Elijah? Are you are you copying from them? Are you changing things around? I asked myself all them questions. But I didn't realize at the time that was just the ebb and flow that was working inside me. That was the ebb and flow, that fear that had installed in me that I picked up in this lunar frequency. That's why I was thinking like that. But when I started letting that go, I had no more questions. The answer to all of that was hell to the no. Hell to the no. I'm in a hell to the no that I'm trying to be like anybody else and I'm taking from anybody else. Hell to the no on any doubt whether Amon is real. Amon is very real and this transmission is very real. But I had to get to that point and say, you know what? The hell with my fears. The hell with fallback plans. The hell with all of that. The hell with the ebb and the flow, man. When I said the hell with the ebb and the flow, F that, and I said I'm moving forward with this. I don't know what it's taking me and whatnot. Everything became clearer and clearer and clearer, and I trusted in Amen. See, if you really trust in Amen, then that indecisiveness will go. 
if you truly trust in Amen and with the path in which Amen has put you on, because trust and no, Amen put you here. Your ascendance put you here. So for you to go against that means you're going against your very greatest self. You're going against your higher self. You're going against what your ascendance put you in line to be and what you, your ascendance put you in line to do. You're going against that. So how can you really win when you go against the greater you, when you fight against the greater you? How do you really win? How do you win? Answer, you don't. You don't. You see, you don't win. You lose. And you lose hard. You lose hard. See, because mediocrity and going with the what that which appears to be safer, that which is appears to be more your speed, going with, with safe plan B over plan A, that's gonna put you in a state of failure because you will always choose plan B. You'll always choose plan B. If there's a plan B, you're gonna choose it. People who work off the ebb and flow, they always make the wrong decisions, the bad decisions. They always make bad decisions, but they have to own those decisions for the rest of their life. They have to own those decisions for the rest of their life. Ain't no do-overs. Ain't no, oh, can I do this? No. No. Whatever you decide within this three-dimensional realm at this time is what it's going to be. And ain't going to be no turning back. Even if you choose plan B, that's what it's going to be, and that's it. And I guarantee you, you're going to have still those ebb and flow moments when you're going to think about what if I chose plan A? And what's going to happen is plan A will be done without you. You will be replaced in plan A, and you will get to see other people grow inside of your plan A that was supposed to be you. But you were too cowardly to take it. You didn't want to let go of your fears. You didn't want to let go of your inhibitions. You didn't want to let go of your path to power. Because, see, everybody at certain points in our lives is either going to present us with the red pill or the blue pill, as they say, the path to power or the path to failure. You see, you can be a regular person and have a regular life with a regular man and have children, but if you was presented with the path to that power and you chose the safe route with a regular person, a regular man, regular woman, and everything after that is failure. Your life will feel like a constant days of failure. Your life will feel like constant days of failure. I guarantee that because you wanted something else instead of that and you chose not to take it out of fear. Your life will be constant failure after that. It will be constant regret after that. You see, how many people y'all not seen they sit on these regular jobs, and they make decent money, and they make a good living, but they'd rather be doing something else. You ever see them people? They'd rather be doing something else. They'd rather be with somebody else, you see, what drives them, what turns them on, what excites them, what makes them wonder. They'd rather be with that person as opposed to the person that's safe. They'd rather be with that person but they will nine times out of ten out of their fear and out of their need to embrace the ebb and flow of this three-dimensional realm, they will end up with the plan B. 
They'll choose the safe person. They'll choose the person that they feel comfortable with as predictable. That's predictable with most people. You see, very rarely do people surprise me in this life by doing that which shocks me. Like I said, it shocks me when people take the, the first pass. That shocks me because most people in this in this world are cowards. They don't want to go for what they really want. They want to go for what they feel they deserve or what they feel they need. But I said necessity trumps wants, but what they don't understand is the real need was part one. The want was part two. Y'all get what I'm saying? The need was part one. The want was really part two. See, you need that ex. You need that uh, um, that power, that charge to move to the next level. You need that. That's one. That's the path, the path that's not traveled mostly. But you're trained to want. You're trained to want that which is easier, that which is regular. You're trained to want that because you think that's stable. You're trained to want the second thing. In all actuality, you need the first. You need that which is a path that's not traveled with a people or persons that is not guaranteed. But as you travel that path, you will see that it is guaranteed. Same analogy I gave with I took on this mission and I decided to go ahead and do it. It became guaranteed to me. So I didn't have to look back. Everything became cemented because I took that path. Everything cemented itself for me. It's like the road started to lay out straight in front of me on where I'm supposed to go, the path I'm supposed to follow, and the people who are not supposed to be on my path, the people who I'm supposed to bypass on the path, and those who are supposed to walk with me. It became clear to me as day. And though it was a hard, hard thing to see, the people who I liked on that on the path who wasn't meant to be with me and they faded away. I couldn't look back. It made me stronger. It made me more emotionless. And it made me lock in more for power. Again, I'm in this for the power. I'm not in this for anything else. I'm not in this for to be liked. I'm not in this to be embraced. I'm not in this for anything other than the power. And if we all are in alignment with that, then we should have no problem. We should all excel, ascend, excuse me, ascend, excel, and grow ourselves into the almond race that we came here to be. See, when people got plan B, that's not almond. That's not almond. That's human. When people got indecisiveness, that's not almond, um, that's human. Humans fear. Humans are questionable. Humans are indecisive. The almond are very decisive. We know exactly what we're doing. And we know exactly the mark we came to hit. We like hitmen. 
we know the mark we came to hit, and we're going to hit that mark one way or the other. That's it. That's all. And that's how your life should be. That is how your life should be. There is no other way. If you live outside that, then that's useless to you. Like I tell people when they listen to this broadcast, I say, listen, man, if you're not almond, I can't tell you nothing. Because then I would have to put myself, you know why I tell people that too? People say, oh, see, Newton say that because he just wants you to join the community. And if you ain't almond, he ain't really talking to you. He discludes. No. You know why I really tell them people that? Because in order for me to tell people something or not of almond, in order for me to start delving into human fears and human frailty, I have to put my mindset in the ebb and flow mentality. In other words, you're asking me to choose sides. I'm not choosing no sides for you. The side I always said was the path was almond. Now, if you don't want to accept almond, I ain't got nothing to tell you. The answer is always going to be almond. The answer is always going to be almond, no matter what. Oh, the white man going to fire me for my job if I don't get the jab. What should I do? Almond, community. Oh, but, you know, my friend, almond, the community. Oh, but, you know, uh, you know, I, 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 I'm taking care of my whole family, and, and how am I going to do almond, the community? If you're still talking to me at this point, go get the jab. Go bow to the beast because you're asking me, you're really asking me for permission to go bow to the beast and not be seen as an outcast. Well, I'll help you out with that. You were never seen as a cast in. So it's, you already, you, 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 you ain't got nothing to worry about. You were, ne- you were never cast in. You got to be cast in in order to be cast out. So you're just on this path to nowhere. You're like in limbo. Another break, we'll be right back.
the things that you know I, I can't I I want to try to explain to you express to you all the bliss I feel in the space I'm in. I want to express to you I don't I I, I can't describe the words. I can't describe in words the bliss I feel in the position I'm in. Not because of the position, not because I got people following me, not because of anything, you know, that has come in my life, any monetary things, anything physical. No, that's not what has got me blissful. What gives me bliss is knowing that I found my place in the world to come. I found my place. Hell, I'm in. That's what gives me bliss. That's what makes me wake up in the morning, you know, and, you know, feel it, you know, feel this blissfulness that I'm relaxed, I'm comfortable, I'm not stressed about nothing, you see. And my job is hard because you got to deal with people, you know, but it's still a blissful and ongoing state of power and journey. And I want everybody that's walking with me to feel this to experience this blissfulness because you know you're in the right place. You're with the right people. You're supposed to be in a line. Like I said, I feel that. I feel that. I feel that blissfulness. I feel that peace. And I don't want my peace disturbed by no one. And I don't want your peace disturbed by anyone. I want you all to feel that divine, supreme blissfulness by knowing you're in the right place amongst the right people doing what you came here to do. Somebody said something. I said, I'm going to take that. Plan A is for Amon. Plan B is for the beast. I like that. You know, and I'm glad I chose plan A. As much as I was discouraged to go with that plan B, because, see, plan B is where people wanted me to go, average people wanted me to go. No one expected me to take plan A. No one expected me to take plan A. People still think I'm crazy. My family think I'm acting, I'm making it up, or I'm I'm conning the people. That's what my family thinks, my black family. They don't take what I'm doing seriously, but it's okay. I'm not for them anyway. I don't care about that and what they think. Because, see, they expected me to take plan B, and when you take plan A, people – you blow people's minds. They can't. They can't believe you coming from that mindset of you know because they they never took Plan A in their life. They didn't have the courage. They didn't have the balls, the ovaries to be what they came here to be. They didn't have the balls or the ovaries to pursue Plan A. You see, they didn't have it, so they don't expect you to have it. They don't expect you to have it. So they figure, oh, if he is doing this, this got to be some act. This got to be some phony thing. This got to be some thing for money. This got to be some thing because he wants followers and money and all this other stuff and, and, you know, and blah, blah, blah. He's doing this for this, that, and the third. If I was operating from a plan B mentality or looking at, because see, people from the plan B mindset, from the ebb, they always try to, because they can't, they've never lived in the flow of things. They live in the ebb, meaning the standstill. They live in the standstill, so they can only imagine what the people in the flow do. Y'all follow? So 
in their mind, to be in the flow means you got to be hustling somebody, conning somebody, bullshitting somebody. No. We just being somebody instead of the nobodies y'all chose to be. And see, you can't accept that because, like I said, I'm with the constant flow. I'm the constant flow. There's no ebb for me. There's no stop for me. I decided that a long time ago. Ebb would have been the regular life, the regulated life. You see, that was never for me. I wasn't born for that. So, of course, I had to be the black sheep, the strange child, the second child of my mother and father. I had to be the strange child, that black sheep, and I was okay with that over time. I wasn't at first, but after I accepted what my true purpose is in life, I was fine with it. In fact, I embraced it. I embraced it. I embraced it. Without fear. And it, so there was never going to be any failure. There was not going to be failure. Failure is not an option when you are pursuing the path in which your passion, which your need, your true need, not your false need, but your true need, to go with that which is the most powerful. You women out there, Take the most powerful man you know and raise yourself by that power. Let him seed you with life. Let that woman give you life, you men, when you have become men, when you have grown into men, when you have experienced things as men, real men in the world. That's life. That's life. Without that, the ebb and flow is nothing but existence. We're being pushed back and forth and manipulated by lunar frequencies that are beyond our control until we decide to control them. We control them through the soul power that we were projected here from in the image of Amun on Earth. We're not acting like Amun on Earth. We're not being the Amun on Earth. I don't want to say acting. We're not being the almond that we came here to be. We're not being the almond we came here to be. We Niggas would rather act like humans than come up and step up and be the almond that you know you came here to be. Niggas would rather be, niggas would rather be counterfeit humans. They'd rather act like the humans. Go along to get along, which is really the ebb for you. That's not the flow. When you act like these humans, when you regulate yourself to human behavior and being like these humans, then you basically taken the ebb route, which is nothing. The only time we will we start to flow and get into motion is when we accept who we are as the almond race. That's the only time. See, that's why black people have been standing still in this society. They haven't been doing anything because they wanted to follow the beast. They wanted to follow the ebb of this society instead of the flow of almond. They wanted to follow the ebb of the beast. See, his his your ebb is his flow. Your ebb is his flow. When you are, and and when you are falling back and you following him, you give rise to him. You give power to him. You see, 
because your energy is not there to supplant his. When your energy is in alignment by the power of almonds, your energy will supplant his, and he knows that. That's why he got to keep you being black people. He got to keep you being Negroes, African Americans. He got to keep your black woman black and keep her liberated following him. See, that because he knows when once you follow him, that unplugs you from your true power as the almond. See, once you follow me, this is why the beast always tries to make sure y'all don't get no messiah, no black messiah, as he say, that's going to rise up and raise the masses. See, this is what he fears because then he knows that Amun is present and that Amun is going to take over and take hold of us and thus take this planet. You see, this is why he always wants you to stay as following him or telling y'all part of the human race, you know, Jesus is God, God and the devil, and y'all should follow that. Anybody telling you anything else, especially somebody that look like you, he's a cult leader and he's gonna try and brainwash you and he's gonna try and, and control you and see so you don't stay away from that guy. Stay away from that guy that's gonna put you back in power. Or should I say forward into power? Because accepting this Flow, this constant flow means you closing the door on the beast, and thus you are closing your mind on your indefinite, your indefinitive, or um, how you say, indecisive mindset. You're closing the door on that. You're closing the door on your indecisive mindset. And they don't want you to do that, see, because that's how the beast controls you through indecisiveness. That's how he controls you. He controls you through your fear through your indecisiveness, through your want to fit in. That's how he controls you, through mediocrity. See, he hates when you are exceptional and you take exceptional paths in life. No, he wants you to take the mediocre path. He wants you to take the path of mediocrity, the path of least resistance. You see, that means, you know, oh, come over here and get a job for me. You ain't got to – you come over here and work for me. Or come over here and go to school for psychology and psychology and business and nonsense like that. Come to school and, and get into debt with me. Come work for me, and then when I come time to give you the jab, I tell you, oh, if you don't take this jab, you're going you gonna to lose the job I gave you. you come, see, you see how appealing the ebb is now, plan B? Do it look appealing now? Do it look, how appealing does it look? Because these are the choices he gives you. I'll give you something so later on I can take it right back from you just to show my control, to make you do what I make you do what I want you to do. I'll give you a job. See, I, I, I'll give you a job. But keep in mind, when I want to jab you up or do something, I get you used to that job, giving you those benefits, giving you that good pay. Then when it comes time to, you know, when I want you to kick that jab, and it's going to be the jab or the job. Now, you know you're going to choose the job because you got comfortable because you chose me. You chose plan B. You chose the beast. You see? It's a no-brainer, man. It's a no-brainer. You know? You take the, take, come get my college degree and nothing. And then when it comes time for the, when I put you in debt for paying me back, hey, hey, you see, that's what you get when you follow him. This is what you get when you work off of the ebb and flow. This is what you get when you are indecisive, when you don't take the path that was handed to you, the path that you chose. That's what happens. 
the past, the path of least resistance, the path that felt the most comfortable for you, take that path. Keep in mind, what appears comfortable now won't appear comfortable later. I promise you that. Because, see, when people have a different path that they're presented and they don't take that path, yeah, the second path becomes the right path, but you're going to wish you didn't take that path. I promise you that. You're going to wish you didn't take that path. When the second path comes around, you'll wish you didn't take that. You have no one to blame but yourself. Like I said, you got people that working, making $50,000 a year, $60,000 a year, got a roof over their head with with a person who was safe, you know what I'm saying, and whatever the case may be. I'm not saying get with no, you know, you, you follow what I'm saying. Both dependable, but you got people who do that when they had greater aspirations in mind, and they trade in their greater aspirations for mediocrity in alignment with the ebb and the flow. People will always choose the ebb over the flow. So let me go ahead and read these questions before we get out of here. What is the ebb and the flow? It is, like I said, and according to the definition, the back and forth or the, you know, change and change back and change and change back to increase and decrease. We're here for the increase, the continuous and constant increase. So we can't work off the ebb and flow as the almond race because we are fourth dimensional and we're all about increase, 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 increase. Ain't no decrease. There's no downside to this unless you looking backwards. Why is there an ebb and flow? That's for the three-dimensional realm. That's for the humans and for the animals, but it is not for us, the almond. It is not for the almond race. Ours is a constant flow, a continuous flow, an ongoing flow that can never be stopped unless we decide to stop it. And on that day, we stop our own lives. Are we trying to move in a constant flow as the elect Yes, that's the point for us being here. How do you, how, when I say we power don't play, and I said we're here for the power, how do you move things by power? You, you can't keep motion going without constant power. And that's only going to come by way of the first choice, which is the flow, not the ebb, by aligning ourselves with the people who carry the most power in our lives, the most mental power, the most physical power, carry the most aligned power that can gather our people by going along in line with that that's our path does the ebb and flow balance out the 3D three dimension yes it does when some lose some when some lose some but see we always win there's no losses being taken here can this affect the elect in the future it always does everything we do now affects us in the future Be mindful of that and choose wisely on where you're going to go, who you're going to go with, what you're going to connect yourself to. That's it. We're going to close out in the name of Amen by the power of Amen and Amen we trust and Amen we think and Amen we continue forward forever. I am the intellectual Nubin Minkari. This has been Mentelec Radio. I'll see you guys back here tomorrow night at 10. Good night.